Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the warming day, warming, uh, uh, yeah, a pile of our uh, local opinion. And this is Tom Fitzmorris with the Food Show. Boy, how did I have mixed that up so badly? Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, welcome. Uh, here we go again with another edition of the Food Show, our program about eating and restaurants and cooking and wine and, and all of that. Uh, today is the beginning day of the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience. That is uh, going to be, uh, that's going to consist today of the, what they call the Vintner Dinners. Uh, a Vintner is somebody who is involved in almost any way you can think of about uh, wine. So a vintner uh, could be a guy who makes wine. It could be a guy who sells wine. could be a guy who does the labels for wine. It could be you if you have a wine collection. And uh, all of those uh, apply. It, you're a vintner if you're involved in it to, to that degree anyway. And uh, what it consists of, as far as you and I uh, know, is that uh, when... You're a, uh, you attend an event that's put on by vintners, you will have a wine dinner, like as not. You'll have a number of different, uh, different kinds of uh, courses, uh, many different things. You tend to start off with something light, like a seafood, and then you move on to a soup, and then maybe a salad, although that would be slightly inappropriate. If you were in Italy at that point, you would get a pasta dish. And then you would uh, come back and either have a fish dish or a... Uh, uh, some some kind of bird or some kind of uh, meat even the bird should come last and then you uh, then you work your way up to dessert and cheese and uh, that would be a pretty lavish meal all of this would be accompanied by uh, other courses of other things uh, and uh, may have this you know the, the the sky's the limit on how many courses will be there uh, and uh, the, but that's the end of it. And it what makes for a really grand evening. It's something I've always liked to happen in my life as often as I can possibly make it. Anyway, if you go to one of these Vintner, Vintner dinners put on by the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience, which starts uh, today, uh, you will have a five-course dinner in a restaurant that... Uh, will also serve you five different courses of wine. All of them will match up. Anyway, that starts things off today. And, you know, I was, I was uh, sitting around thinking about all of this, and I came up with an idea that I've been work. Actually, I can't say I've been working on it because I have hardly even thought about it. But there is something that uh, I keep wanting to do with our uh, radio show. Uh, and one of those is to have a... Uh, uh, some contests or or something to jerk up interests a little bit. And uh, the problem with this is that if you have a contest, you pretty much have to have a prize of some kind or else nobody takes it seriously. Uh, so uh, that's that's where we hit the, 
hit the wall. Uh, to make a long story short, the regulations, the Federal uh, Communications Commission regulations on giving away prizes on radio stations and TV stations, they are so stringent, and there are so many of them and so many different ways you can go wrong with it, uh, that uh, that's why you've, you've never heard much of uh, anything in the way of prizes on this show. Some other stations do a little more of it, but, you know, that's what you need to do when you have music. Uh, here, you know, we have to be a little more active. But I thought of a way that we can have, we have a new contest, and we're going to start it either today or if I get the okay to do it, uh, we'll certainly start it today. Uh, uh, but uh, the prize is going to be very unusual and very special. So uh, I think you'll, you'll find it fun, too. So I'll, I'll do a sample run of it uh, in a few minutes, and we'll see uh, if it has any interest for you. Uh, I think it does. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun, actually. So uh, stay tuned. We have plenty of the food show to get through today. Uh, the wine and food experience, as I mentioned, uh, the, uh, these dinners going on, about 40-something of them. No, excuse, excuse me. I know better than that. It's uh, 20-something dinners going on around town. The most expensive one is a little over $200 a person. Most of them are in the 120 150 uh, route, and that includes everything. Anyway, if you want to um, look into this and check out what is available, what you could go to tonight, go to nowfe.com, nowfe.com. We just pronounce it as NOWFE, N-O-W-F-E. It means New Orleans Wine and Food Experience. That's what it means. So anyway, that's uh, something going on today. Tomorrow, uh, they are going to start doing the really serious big-time expensive wine uh, uh, program. That's uh, afternoon tomorrow, I think. I always get that goofed up because I never go to that myself, mainly because it usually uh, is on the same time my radio show is on, so we, I never get a chance to go to that. But then uh, there, the day after that is the Royal Street Stroll, which everybody loves. This is where there's really a parade going up and down Royal Street, uh, with lots of foodies and corkies and, and winners and losers and, and lots and lots of folks uh, having a lot of fun with this. They actually have a parade right down the middle of, uh, right down the middle of uh, uh, Royal Street, and it is led by a feller who goes by the name of the Crew of Cork, the King of the Crew of Cork. He's the only king they've ever had. It's the same king that has been there for years. Uh, and anyway, it's a lot of fun to go to that. Lots and lots of people. It's very casual. It's the least expensive of any of the Nalfi events. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, starts, I think, around 5 o'clock or so. And then it goes till, you know, 7 or 7-ish or maybe 8. And uh, one of the things that goes on that I've always thought was a good idea, and some years it, it happens well and some years it doesn't, but there is... Uh, uh, this event in which the uh, the the uh, winners, if you could call them, all, well, and let me, let me back away from this because I've gone down a dirt road with this. Uh, what happens if you uh, go to the the uh, Royal Street stroll is uh, that uh, after you're there and after you've said hello to everybody, you you realize that there are a lot of galleries 
and art ga- art galleries and also uh, antique shops up and down Royal Street. In fact, it is one of the really great uh, markets for that kind of thing in America. And they're very hospitable at this time of year. The, the wine guys bring their wines in. Uh, sometimes the, the people who run the, the shops bring in, in lots of food. And so you just go on in there. If you've got a ticket, uh, that's all it takes. You walk in. You can look at all the things in the uh, antique shops and in the, uh, in the rest of the whole thing. And, and in the meantime, they're serving food and wine and all that. So it's uh, uh, just a, a lot of fun things. It's a short it's a short event. Uh, as I say that, I'm thinking compared with what, Tom? Well, compared with, for one thing, uh, New Orleans, the, the, uh, the food festival, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there is no more food festival that I know of anyway. What I was thinking of there is the jazz festival. The jazz festival, uh, every year, uh, it goes on, what, what is it now, six, six times? It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? No, wait. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, Thursday, for two weeks. Okay, so yeah, that's what I mean by uh, a little bit uh, harder to get into. Uh, so uh, I think I've given you a, a rundown of most of what's on my mind today and maybe is on yours too. 260-6368. I've been going to the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience events for a long time. Uh, for quite a few years, uh, I was uh, even led one of the seminars that they put in the middle of it. That they were pretty good. I know they stopped doing them some years ago. I don't think it had anything to do with me, but uh, it it is still out there to some extent. But I can't quite figure it out. Uh, it but uh, th- there's there's lots else, and it goes on for these four days, and ends on Sunday. I think is is the end of it. And you know what? Uh, It just occurred to me what it was uh, on my way over here today. There was a a parade of Mardi Gras-style floats that ran right in front of where I was headed. And so I wound up being stuck there for about a half hour. Uh, It was something like 25 uh, 25 floats that (laughs) were down in the warehouse district. Be aware of that. I don't know where they came from or where they're going or how long they're going to be there, but they are there, I can tell you, and uh, I would avoid that at all costs unless you have lots of time on your hands. Ah, 260-6368. Excuse me, 260-6368. If you call right now, you'll get right in. We'd love to hear from you about all of that stuff. I've just been handed uh, a, a piece of paper that tells what will be going on at the, uh, the Roosevelt Hotel. Easter brunch, which lately has been a big, big deal for them, is coming up. As you know, uh, uh, the uh, Easter Sunday is the 21st of the month, so we're not far away from there. Anyway, uh, the big uh, hotels have long put forward such, uh, you know, a real program of special menus, and some of them are buffets, and some of them aren't, and some of them are somewhere between buffets and not-so-buffets. But uh, I'll read to you here what I know about it. Uh, They're inviting you uh, to celebrate Easter brunch in the most elegant ballroom in New Orleans. Well, that would be the Blue Room. Let's see if that is uh, what it is. 
uh, live entertainment, the buffet of traditional New Orleans culinary favorites such as freshly shucked oysters, golf seafood gumbo, blackened uh, golf fish, as well as carved to order garlic roasted prime rib. That'll get a lot of people in there. I know my wife would go crazy over that. Herb roasted legs of lamb. That's very popular for Easter, too. You can top it off with decadent desserts. You know, I wonder why uh, desserts in particular, but a lot of foods otherwise, are always having this word uh, this uh, stuck to them. And, uh, I, hey, Doug, can, would you do me a favor? Would you look up? You have a, a dictionary of some kind in there, don't you? Uh, find out what the definition of decadent really means. Because, you know, when I'm eating, let's say, uh, a, a single scoop of ice cream, I've seen it called uh, uh, as a decadent dessert. What is decadent about that? I, I, it seems pretty calm to me. We'll find out in a minute. Here's what we... Here, yeah, decadent... <clears throat> Now, that's wrong. You know, that's, yeah, I had a, a half a dozen oysters, and that's, uh, and that, that is portrayed. <clears throat> yeah. Ah? Hmm. He is, de- yeah, decadent. So he's always eating the best things, and, well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, okay, well, that, that makes, that makes sense. I was uh, in a cooking competition once, but I, in the process of getting there, I uh, had a tumble on my bicycle, broke my, uh, my uh, what do you call these, ribs. <laughs> and, I, uh, I, and I couldn't go do the event, but the, the other three guys who were involved with this, this was for United Way, if I remember correctly, uh, they uh, did something along uh, the lines of brownies. And they said that it was decadent. I don't know. I just can't put the word brownie and decadent in the same sentence. I mean, that's that's getting a little bit too much, don't you think? <clears throat> yeah. Or or you eat twenty of them. You know, that's another way. I guess you could do it. Right now. Yeah, sure. That it could be done. So anyway, uh, getting back to the uh, the menus and other things about the elegant blue room, I think I still haven't read that here yet, but I think it's in there. Uh, this is the Roosevelt Hotel, and uh, let's see, where did I leave off? Um, uh, deck, deck. Oh, okay, you want to take a break, and I'll re uh, reassemble this, and we'll get a better look at it after. First, please, this. What we do is talk about food every day. And it's nice to do that. Uh, I was in the middle of uh, talking about Easter brunch over at the uh, Roosevelt Hotel. I have Ron, the gourmet waiter, on hold. And Ron, hang on there a minute. This won't take much longer. So anyway, Easter brunch at the Roosevelt. I'm pretty sure it's in. It's going to be in the Blue Room, which you know if you've ever been there. That that is just a beautiful place. But anyway. Uh, I left off at the decadent desserts, so let's move past that quickly. Gold brick cheesecake prepared by their award-winning pastry chef, Chef Deborah Hyde. Easter egg decorating and simplified menu selections are available for children. 
The price is uh, $79 for adults, $34 for children, not including tax and tip. Easter brunch reservations can and should be made with reservations by calling uh, their reservation line 504-335-3129. Let me give that again. 504-335-3129. They'll be serving a brunch on Easter Sunday from, let's see, what time of... Uh, Oh, let's see, it doesn't say here, or maybe I've missed it. But uh, anyway, it's coming up on Easter Sunday, obviously. Oh, here it is, seating time, 10.30 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. So that's at the Roosevelt. We will be broadcasting live from the Roosevelt Hotel on the 18th, I think. And uh, what I hear is that if the weather is okay, we're going to do the show from up on the roof. <laughs> well, that that wouldn't be the first time, but it it's pretty rare. All right. Uh, now, joining us over here on the green phone is Ron, the gourmet waiter. Hey, Tom. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm uh, I'm doing swell. I I I I hatched an idea today that I just I love it, but I'm not ready to let it loose yet. But it'll we'll we'll have it out in public uh, sometime in the next few days. Is it the one where you and I guest? Uh, host, while uh, Chef John Fulce comes back on the show and tells us what no, he's been doing. No, I uh, I don't think so. No, let's. Um, I'm kidding. Let's not even think about it. I was um, I was going to call with a follow up on the rosemary that you see for the venison burgers that we grilled. Yeah, and anyway, what I did is I, I took your suggestion. The rosemary came out great. What I did is I had a charcoal fire and I put the venison burgers. Uh, on top and went ahead and grilled those. But I also grilled some onions and some green bell pepper. Mm -hmm. And with the rosemary, what I did is I took the rosemary, I made a rosemary brush out of five or six twigs, and then I poured olive oil on it, and I put that on the grill for a minute. And then I grabbed that with the tongs, and I brushed that all over the venison burgers so that each bite of the venison burger, you've got a little perfume of the rosemary oil. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that's... Uh, that's classic. What you what you are putting together there, and and uh, not that I, I think there's a problem with it. That 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 plays right into uh, some of the best flavor uh, combinations out there. You know, rosemary and 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 game of any kind, without a whole lot of fat in it, which you don't have when you're playing with venison. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, a me. lot of people when they, a lot of people when they grind venison is they'll put a little bacon in it, as my brother did, but they'll also put a little water in it. So you end up having to mm. squeeze out a little bit of the water, but that does keep them from drying out a little bit. Anyway, they uh, were fantastic. Mm -hmm. I was just calling oh, to say rosemary was a great, uh, great idea from you. And did you play any Rosemary Clooney records while you were? Uh, I mean, you should have if you didn't. Hello. Uh, none, none on hand. None on uh, hand. Yeah, she was a real looker, but she uh, she got fat as she got older. But she was a terrific okay. singer. All right. Well, anyway, thanks again. Mm. Have a great afternoon, Tom. You too. See you later. It's the food show, uh, which I think we have just proven again. Uh, kind of veers all over the road while we're doing it, but uh, that that's the way it works. Uh, uh, I would uh, like to. Uh, Let's see. What do we have to do here today? Anybody stopping in? I don't think so. Uh, I have a, a contest that I want to start doing sometime in the near future. 
Uh, I don't have the prize arranged quite yet, but it won't take us long. So I'm not giving away anything for this. I'm just giving you a sample of what it is. All right? And uh, the, the question, which really forms the whole theme of this thing, is where am I dining tonight? So I'm asking you that question. Uh, and... I'd like you to give me the correct answer. So what this would require is some idea of where I actually will be eating. You ha you, it can't be something that's a lot like. It can't be something that's a slightly different name from the name it actually uses. You have to have the exact name of the restaurant involved to win this. But you're not going to win anything today anyway because we're not really ready to go, but I'm really excited about it. It's, it's a guessing game, uh, which has, you know, but nothing new about that. Um, you know, what, what, kind of, what kind of dirt do you never put on a, on a, a hamburger? That would be uh, mud, you know. You, know it's, it's, you have to have it exactly like that. Okay, you ready? Uh, something new at this restaurant... This is the first clue, okay? No, uh, something new at this restaurant that you're trying to guess is brunch seven days a week. Okay? That's clue number one. If you get it right, you win nothing because we haven't officially started the game. We're just sampling it to see if there's anything that needs to be tweaked up a little. Uh, but uh, stay tuned. Think about it. You might be the one to come up with it. And... Uh, and, uh, and then if, if it works out, we, you'll be able to have the honor of being the person who says uh, I am, that you were the one uh, on whom we tried this. So I don't know what that's worth to you, but it would be worth something to me. Whenever anybody—this uh, happens to me in restaurants every now and then. I'll talk, get to talking with the chef or the owner or whoever— and they say, what do, you, what do you use to get the sauce where it's a little thick but not too thick? And I've had it happen, believe it or not. I'll tell them what my opinion would be. I don't present myself as a consultant or a, or a chef or any of those things. I do have my own ideas about them. And I, anyway, I tell them that. And then the next thing, next time I see them, they say, well, we tried that uh, recipe of yours and came out so good that we put it on the menu. It does happen. Believe it or not, it's very flattering when it happens. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, that's, that, that's, uh, that's, you know, the way that goes. Our number is 260-6368. And I see it as being used right now by Stu, our buddy. Stu. Hello, buddy. Hello there, pal. How are you? How are you? Friend. Yeah, uh, friend. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to any, any farther I, than that. I'm not going to spoil your your contest because yeah. I know where you're eating tonight. Oh, you do. You okay. mentioned it yesterday. I did. You're right. That's that's yeah. fair enough. So I'm not going to mention, uh, you know, yeah, the, the the 1920 restaurant. I'll just let it. Oh, be. okay, okay. Well, they, <laughs> you just added another clue, but that's okay. You know, there it, you go. Because we're not Listen, officially I, starting it yet. But that's uh, right. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. uh, I need the help of of your listeners. Oh, okay. Uh, I, now, have you been to Hawaii? Uh, yes, I have a couple of times. Uh, uh, I mean, how so recent? Let me make it uh, four times. That's how many times I've been there. 
How recent? Oh, golly. Jeez, uh, it's been a while. 15 okay. years? All right. Something so, like that. So what I'm looking for is a very nice restaurant in Oahu, in the Waikiki area. Unfortunately, ah. that's where our uh, I've got, I'm going for a uh, conference <clears throat> Uh, at, uh, later this month, and uh, you know, I went online to look at different uh, restaurants and, and this and that. There's, geez, there's so many restaurants. They uh, all sound like they have the same food. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of them are fifty bucks, some of them are two hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, so, so uh, if if somebody out there, Ron the gourmet waiter, or somebody uh, has it, has been to Hawaii, Waikiki, Oahu area, it doesn't have to be in Waikiki uh-huh. necessarily. I'd love to know. Uh, so, so I can get a better idea of, uh, you know, what I'm in for. It's only going to be one of the nights that I'm able to go out the other nights. Uh, in fact, what's going to be interesting is the, um, Hawaii wine and food experience or the Hawaii wine oh, and yeah? food festival. They're copying uh, is, this from us. Well, it's, 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 I think it's a little different. I'm not sure yet because mm. I haven't experienced it, but, uh, it's a festival. We call ours an experience. Uh, we're actually, the conference is going to go there the day before it opens to the public. So uh, that ought to be very interesting. Can I ask you one thing about this? Uh, yes, sir. It, you, you mentioned Oahu, which is the, the main island for, in terms yes. of administration and all of that. Uh, most of my experience with Hawaii was uh, on the big island. Yeah, that's different. And it is different, but I can tell you, one of these was largely hosted by Emerald. This, that's oh. how long ago this was. Uh, and it was uh, a theme that, in which they were bringing in uh, spicy food from all over the world. Uh, and that was the theme of uh, a four- or five-day event that was really a wow. lot of fun. It was just great. Oh, I, I believe that. I was there with a bunch of, of uh, press weasels. This was in the good old <laughs> days when when uh, there were a lot of such things out there. Now there's hardly any, but... Uh, but I caught the end part of it, and it was, uh, we went all over the Big Island, uh, and it was it was something else. Now I don't know how much of it you can get to because that's where all those uh, all the volcanoes. The volcanoes have been yep. blowing out. So uh, yeah, you can still get to a lot of it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. It's just that one area that that obviously you can't go to. Uh, you know, the hot spots are Maui, uh, Kauai, uh, Waikiki is so so yeah, touristy. Yeah. The other ones are, are much quieter. But, uh, you know, when the conference is in an area, you have to go there. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, I know everybody Everybody talks about when you go to Hawaii, you've got to have shave ice or shaved ice. Shave, it's a snowball. Snowballs. It, it's, it, snowball. it's snowballs, except that's not as good as ours by a that's long correct. shot because they only have four flavors. Well, not Can only you imagine that, if, a, if a snowball stand <laughs> open with four flavors, that's it? Yeah, uh, sardines yeah. being one of them. Garlic being another, yeah. That's it, that's, that's it. Uh, but I also think the ice is, is chunkier. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and I, I'll find out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's like when you go to Italy, you've got to get gelato. You know, when you yeah. go to Hawaii, you've got to try their shaved ice just to say you did. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed by that. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but so, again, that's the, um, uh, the Hawaii question. If anybody uh, is li- well, not mm-hmm. if anybody's listening, they're listening. If they have the time to call, that would be lovely. Okay. Stu Barish is uh, a guy who's in the visitor uh, and uh, tourism trade here in New Orleans for the most part, but uh, he's involved in a lot of other things, too. He is a, a genuinely a gourmet and a guy I've known for a million years, and uh, 
uh, one of my best friends. It's been a long time, friend, about 30 years since the last time we talked. You betcha. <laughs> well, it hasn't been 30 years. It's been about less than 30 days. Bye. Yeah, I'm just kidding. See you later. There he goes. Bye. Stu Barish. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. We'll come back with more of it in just a moment after First Please This. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's good to be here with you talking about the food scene around New Orleans. And I hope you uh, have time to call us up and uh, tell me where you've been eating or if I can help you with a, a recipe or if you're looking for a certain kind of candy bar that you can't seem to find anymore. Or, I don't know what the candy bar is in there exactly for, but it just uh, is, is to show you the range of our program. We talk about anything having to do with food, and we also uh, deal with everybody who walks in over here or you know, does so through the medium of their phones and their radios. So uh, call us, even if you don't have anything on your mind, uh, nothing foodie or even a little bit, uh, call us anyway, and uh, there are things that I, I want to ask all kind of people about, and I, I don't have enough people, frankly. So if, if you can just give me a couple of minutes, uh, I'll, uh, the sort of things I'll ask you uh, or tell you uh, won't offend you one way or another or, or make you unhappy that you talk to me. Uh, all I want is to just talk with you for a couple of minutes. I, you, know, you don't have any bad news. I don't have any anything you'll be distressed to hear. Uh, it's just the kind of thing you run into when a friend of yours uh, bops into you and you just hang around talking for five minutes. You know how it goes. Uh, be that. Come on. Call call me over here. We'd love to hear from you. Now, I'm uh, pulling together the, the pieces of a, a new... Uh, part of our program. It's a guessing game. We give you some uh, some clues, and you have to answer the question of, you know, what is this uh, being talked about here? And uh, they, they're they all having to do with food, but uh, you know that going in. So this, this isn't going to be about performing uh, work on your car. Uh, this is going to be about food some kind of way. All right? Uh, the main question is, where am I dining tonight? I know where I'm going. The guy who called a couple of minutes ago, he knew where I was going to, that, that you might take that as a clue. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, I've given you one other uh, clue already, and it is something new at this restaurant is brunch seven days a week. Okay, the, the first clue, uh, just in general, is where am I eating tonight? That's the question you have to answer. Uh, clue number one is something new at this restaurant is brunch seven days a week. Uh, so I, if I were filling in any gaps for you, which I don't intend to do, uh, I would tell you this obviously means that they had not been doing Sunday brunch or, or any kind of brunch. They... Uh, uh, before, so this is something new to them, all right? So uh, having given you that, let's give you one more uh, one more uh, clue. Clue number three. Uh, this restaurant has a statue in the middle of its courtyard. All right? A statue. A statue. A statue. It's it's a statue, and it's big enough to be called a statue, not a sculpture. It's it's pretty oh, good size. Okay. 
All right. Uh, if you have any idea uh, what that is, call me and tell me. And if you have it exactly right, you, in other words, you have to have the name of the restaurant in this case, uh, you will be the winner in spirit and all kinds of other ways. But uh, we have no f- no prize for this right now. We're going to have a prize, but we don't have it yet. We, we So this is a you're not going to win anything, even if you nail it. Okay? So satisfaction in your answer is not a prize. Exactly right. I couldn't have put it better myself. In fact, I don't think I could do it that well. Did you know? No, but tell me. Back in 1973, on this very day. Are you kidding? On this very day. Speaking of the phone, the first, number one, the first cell phone call was made. Really? Yes. I heard that the very first cell phone call was uh, put out by some guys who were uh, trying to invent this and make it a big, successful thing, and everybody else thought they were being ripped off by selling their uh, uh, stock in the place, and they went went up going to jail. But that was a long time ago. (laughs) I'm sure it was, Uh, yes. uh You know, there are other things that we can celebrate besides that. Well, I'm going to tell me. So this is... uh, National National Walking Day. Walking Day? Exactly so. National Walking Day. That's a good thing. One foot in front of the other, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And I would also, uh, to all the people who have told me in the last few years, gosh, Tom, you have lost a lot of weight. I've lost 80 pounds. And uh, when I'm asked, how did I do that, one of the ways, one of the most important parts of this is that I walk, you know, just briskly around. Uh, I live on five acres of room. That's not uh, calculated to make me seem wealthier than I am. This is uh, a a place that you you wouldn't believe uh, the small price I uh, paid for it. Okay. Anyway. There's more. There's more. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, what What could it have been, though? We were talking. National Find a Rainbow F- Day. Find a Rainbow Day. Yes, you can do that. Uh, yeah. National Film Score Day. Wait, wait. Before you get on that, did you oh. know that about uh, about a month ago? No, excuse me. It wasn't a month. It was like about a week ago. Uh, there were um, there were uh, rainbows on the moon. Which happens, apparently, but not that often. Really? How do you like that? That's I, okay. I mean, you know. It was a, obviously, it was a, uh, a bright, bright full moon. So that's when it happened. But it was, uh, I'm not making this up. This is, You're not making this no, up? Huh? No, uh-uh, okay. no. No, it's for real. Okay. And uh, there was actually, surrounding the full moon, there was, uh, or were, uh, uh, Rainbows. Huh? Rainbows, yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah. got a couple more here. Now, see, right, yeah. it's National Tweed Day. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing corduroy, well, so that's... Well, that has nothing to do with tweed, anyway. <clears throat> no, okay. I guess not. And uh, food-related right now, it yeah. is National Chocolate Mousse Day. Oh, it is that. Mm-hmm. If you can uh, find someone who uh, can make a really good chocolate mousse... Marry her or him, as the case may be. I prefer chocolate bunnies. I eat their ears. Chocolate (laughs) bunnies. I'll remember that next time I nibble on a on a rabbit. Does it hurt anybody? I have no idea, nor do I care. Yeah. You know, there was there was something else uh, as I was looking through my uh, my almanac here. 
which I can't seem to do without uh, paying closer attention than I'm doing. Uh, there was something else today uh, that was pretty serious. Oh, and not serious like you know, horrible, but uh, curious. Yes, if you pull it up, uh, you'll find that uh, back in 1985, today was the, it celebrates the last day of the Brown Derby restaurant. Uh, what? The last day of the Brown Derby restaurant was back in 85 on this very day. Uh, you know the story about that, don't you? Tell me the story about that. Um, I, I, I was hoping to uh, get get a little break here so I can type in nomenu.com, which is my website where all of this stuff resides. Uh, let's let me let me see if I can finish that. Would Please. you like me to so, sing or what? So, no, no, you don't have to sing. I, I, I would I would, I would sing with you, but uh, oh no no no, we can't have that now. There'd be no mm. singing on this show. Please. Are the stars out tonight? I okay. Yeah, uh, this isn't. I, I, I'm you can't have get to, it, huh? No, I, I, I have to pay attention to what I'm doing or else I, I type in the wrong thing. Oh, well. Wait, this time it came up in Chinese. That's no good. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know there was a Chinese issue. Who would have guessed that? I, I it's not, it isn't coming from me, I'll tell you. Oh, I finally got it. Ah. Okay. It is in front of me and I'm you know, moving on my way over there. And I hope to find it sooner or later. There's a recipe here. Oh, by the way, without stopping, let me tell you about that. I have a recipe in the, in the newsletter today uh, for tuna Rockefeller. And if you were to imagine that without thinking about it real hard, you would come up with something that probably wouldn't appeal to you too, too much. But when you get the idea of what it actually is, and that's a slab of grilled tuna on the rare to medium rare side— with the Rockefeller sauce on top of it, and that actually comes out pretty good, uh, really good, in fact, I would say. Okay, I finally got to where I was looking. There, there's the National Chocolate Moose Day and uh, the Brown Derby. Uh, the story on the Brown Derby is that it was a building that was literally shaped as a Brown Derby. It, 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 it was a, a funny building. And it looked like a hat sitting on the ground from a pretty good distance. And it was uh, owned by a fellow by the name of Bob Cobb, who is also famous because he created a very widely known and very popular salad on the West Coast. We don't see it too much in New Orleans, but on the West Coast, it's everywhere. It's called a Cobb salad. Maybe you've had one. Uh, it has... Let's see, tomatoes, lettuce, radishes, chicken, blue cheese, avocado, hard-boiled egg. And all of this is layered in a glass bowl. They bring it to the table, and you see all the different layers. Then they toss it with the sauce, and then they put it on the plate, and they serve it to you. And that is a Bob Cobb salad, which was served in the Brown Derby restaurant and in 1985, that was the last day, and they shut it down. And here's the funny part. Here's the punchline of this. There was a sign out in front that said, For sale, we'll rebuild to suit. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. <clears throat> you know, because if you have a, a, a restaurant that's in, or any building that's in the shape of a hat, you, you'd probably have to, you know, do some renovation to that. Nothing? Nothing. You are listening to The Food Show. 
uh, but you couldn't prove it by me. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Give us a call. Tell us what you've been thinking about, what's happening in your life. What are you eating? Uh, this is the week of the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience. Started uh, Starts tonight, actually. The number of restaurants going on around town, 20-something, 24, I think, is what I heard. That's about what they have on any given day, although there was one year where it was way up there. It was something like, you know, 50 restaurants doing it, and they had them all full. Here is something that I, I really like about the New Orleans wine and food experience. I haven't gone over all of the lists of the restaurants taking part of the wineries, but um, this is something I look for, and that is at the beginning when this first started uh, happening around— Oh, gosh, it was about 25 years ago when they first started doing these. Uh, and they would do these uh, special menus in restaurants all around town. And what was amazing about them was that none of them, as in not a single one, was involving a chef from out of town. Now, if you were to look over some of these wine and food events that go on in the rest of the country, and there are plenty of them, including some very large cities, cities that ought to have a little more going on than this, uh, they would always operate with uh, you know, chefs that they would get from all over the country. In New Orleans, you get the wine and food experience. Everything is local. And not many restaurants can even come close to being able to do that. We have this huge and wonderful cuisine of ours, and you should never forget that and take advantage of it as often as you can. Stephen is on the phone. Stephen, welcome. Hey, how you doing? All right. I went to Bistro Orleans today. For Did you? Catfish. Yeah. Yeah, it's that wild catfish. Uh-huh. And, and it's really pretty good. And, I mean, they serve it so well. I mean, it was the, the – I counted there were five hey, fillets. Do me a favor. Would you would you turn your phone, uh, your uh, radio down? There. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, even as I got through five fillets and french fries, everything was still warm. Oh, well. So, uh-huh. I mean, you know, how you'd get through at the end of dinner and then the – then it's not warm anymore, but that wasn't the way it was today. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. I mean, and it's wild catfish. You can tell it's different mm-hmm. from, and catfish is the only fish I ever eat. Really? I don't like other fish, but catfish. Yeah. Other than tuna fish out of a can. I don't like fresh tuna fish. You know? But mm. if you mix it up with relish and, and, uh, Boiled eggs and mayonnaise and mustard and, and whatever, it, uh, I can eat it that way. Hmm. Well. But I don't like really any fishes at all. Well, that's too bad. I'll eat all of yours. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll give it yeah. to you. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thanks See ya. It's the food show. Uh, Julie is here on the green phone. Hi, Julie. Welcome. Hi, Tom. Hi. <laughs> what kind of dog is that? I know. <clears throat> the dog obviously involved. The dog is is ringing the doorbell. The dog is going crazy. Yeah. Um, do you know that that actually happens to me at home sometime while I'm doing the radio show? Oh, 
they're like kids. They wait until you're on the phone or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're lots of fun uh, dogs. Yes, they are. Yeah. And and a good use for leftovers. They're, yeah. they're a good way to go on a good way to go on a diet also. You just let the dog eat half of everything <laughs> on your plate every night. And, and you can best believe that they will. <laughs> they will, yes. Yeah. Anyway, did um, I stepped away for a minute. Did somebody guess where you're going to eat tonight? No. Do you have a guess? I do have a guess. What is it? Is it Broussard's? Excellent. You, uh, if I had anything to give you a surprise, you would get it. Uh, oh, well. But well, how honor, did you know? The honor alone is enough. How did you know? Well, I know there's a um, Nofi dinner there tonight. That's right. Yeah. And I but, know they but have there a, are 24 of those. But and, they have a courtyard with a... With well, a, well, Brennan's has a courtyard, and the Court of Two Sisters has a courtyard. Well, it was just to get... Oh, and they do have brunch now. They do have brunch, which is unusual. The only other place I know that does is... Uh, is uh, um, uh, oh, uh, 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 Brennan's. Brennan's, of course, they do. You know, they invented it. Yeah. Well, congratulations if we well, were in you. full operation of our prize awarding uh, uh, feature, uh, I would give you the prize. But there is no prize just yet. But, uh, no problem. But you are you. the first winner ever, so uh, oh, we, wow. you can take that with you to uh, whatever, wherever you're and, going. Uh, chow number 137. <clears throat> Excellent. I wish I had all the rest of them, but it... The chow numbers, for some reason, have killed three computers completely. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how. But, uh, you know, we had all these numbers. Everybody had one. And then all of a sudden, one day, the computer didn't work anymore. And <laughs> I couldn't bring it back to life no matter what. Oh, but I'll well. bet almost everybody <clears throat> remembers their number. Oh, I know they do. They're always telling me. Hey, Tom, you know, people driving past in cars. Hey, Tom, I'm number 49. <laughs> what? 49. What? <laughs> well, I also have one or two um, restaurant reports. For oh, good. You. Uh, we have one minute. Go. Oh, oh. Uh, I went for the first time to Niao's. Yeah, on uh, Bienville on Street and Bienville. Jeff Davis. How was it? Yes, it's very delicious. I haven't been there in a long time. It's been about 20 years since the last time I was there, but its uh, yes. I thought it was pretty good. It's a cute little place. It is. Yeah. And also, I went to the Hi-Hat Cafe on Ferret Street, and that was very oh, good. Oh, uh, I, I have heard that's very good. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, thanks for, for calling. You uh, call us again if you have some more to say, but we've uh, hit the wall for time. We're going to uh, get some news from CBS, and then we'll come back with more of the... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.